Hey, it's Craig. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Canadian History X early and ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greetings and welcome to another episode of Canadian History X. If you like, you can support the podcast for as little as $3 a month. Just go to patreon.com slash CanadaEHX. You can also donate to the podcast by going to CanadaEHX.com and clicking donate, or you can go to buymeacupofcoffee slash CraigU. All of these links are also in my show notes. And for people who donate, I have various levels of benefits. For $5, you get a thank you at the start of the next episode of Canadian History X, Canada's Great War, and from John to Justin, and on social media. For $10, you get everything from the $5, plus this episode is sponsored by with your name at the start. Also, I'll state it's sponsored by you on social media. For $20, everything from the $5 and $10, plus a second episode sponsored by you and promotion of something you're working on. And for $50, everything from the $5, $10, and $20, plus you get to choose a topic for me to cover on Canadian History X. If you like, you can email me at craig at canadaehx.com. You can find me on Twitter. My handle is Craig Baird, C-R-A-I-G-B-A-I-R-D. And I'm on Instagram and TikTok where I put up daily videos about Canada's history. Just go to my username, Bairdo37. And you can find weekly videos on Canada's history on my YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com slash C slash Canadian History X. If you want to find transcripts of every episode I've ever done, you can go to my website, CanadaEHX.com. And there's over 700 posts on Canada's history there. For millennia, the land around Cochrane was occupied by the indigenous, specifically the Blackfoot. The bison would dominate the landscape and formed a vital part of the life of the Blackfoot, who hunted the great beasts for centuries. The Blackfoot Confederacy was one of the most powerful indigenous groups in the interior of the North American continent. It was the Blackfoot that Anthony Henday would meet in 1754 when he came farther west than any European before him. He would be followed by others, including David Thompson, who arrived in 1799 and spent the winter in the area. The strength of the Blackfoot in the area delayed the establishment of fur trading posts in the area until the middle of the 19th century. By this point, the bison herds were declining and the way of life of the Blackfoot was being threatened. Today, Cochrane sits on Treaty 7 land. In 1881, the Cochrane Ranch was established and named for Matthew Cochrane, who was a Canadian senator and former livestock breeder who lived in the area. This made Cochrane the home to the first largely privately owned ranching operation in the future province of Canada. The Cochrane Ranch was one of the most important ranches in the entire area for its time. It had been established when the Conservative government started a policy of granting large-scale grazing leases to bring in the ranching elite to what was then the Northwest Territories. 
Cochrane decided to take advantage of this and he would choose land that was along the proposed Canadian Pacific Railway route, where there was good land and a nice climate thanks to the Chinooks. It also had access to cattle at nearby posts and various indigenous reserves. Unfortunately, the ranch suffered several losses in its first few years due to difficult winters and poor herding practices. In 1883, the company decided to relocate its cattle and instead raised horses and sheep on the ranch. In 1884, the Cochrane Ranch was reorganized under a new company, the British American Company, but it was too little, too late, and in 1888, the property was sold. While the ranch was not successful, it played an important role in the initial settlement of the area. In 1976, the ranch was made a provincial historic resource, and today the ranch is a large community park with several trails that you can take to see the beautiful landscape and to learn about the area thanks to the various informational signs. There's also a 110-year-old building at the park, along with a reconstructed corral. It is a great place to visit on a beautiful summer day as part of any road trip. From that ranch, the community of Cochrane would begin, which was named for Matthew Cochrane and his ranch. The CP Railway was built through the area, spurring on the development of the new town. The first building in Cochrane would be a small building used as an office, living room for the telegraph operator, and a freight shed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The first post office would be opened in 1887, with James Johnson serving as the first postmaster for 12 years. He was replaced by C.W. Fisher, who took over before going on to become the first MLA for the area in the 1905 Alberta election, and he would serve in the legislature until 1912. In 1891, as Cochrane was slowly growing, the King Solomon Lodge would be constructed. This building, which still stands, is one of the oldest remaining milled lumber structures in town. It is also a rare example of the early construction methods that were used in the area prior to 1900. The building was first constructed in nearby Mitford, Alberta, but it would be moved to Cochrane to serve as its first school in 1898. This building would become the symbol of the strength of the community and a landmark. In 1929, the Cochrane Masonic Lodge would take over ownership of the building, and many of Cochrane's most prominent citizens, including Dr. Andrew Park and MLA Alexander Moore, were members. I'd like to take a break away from the episode for a second to talk about ExploreNet. I spent most of my life living in rural areas in Canada, and I remember the days of dial-up internet and spotty high-speed service. For the past three years, I have been a customer of ExploreNet, and I can honestly say that it is the best rural internet I have ever had. My job as a podcaster means I spend a lot of time researching online, interviewing people over Zoom, and uploading content. Through it all, ExploreNet has provided me with excellent service. When I'm not working, I enjoy streaming content on several streaming platforms and even doing some online gaming with a friend in Ontario. ExploreNet allows me to do all of that with ease. Right now, they offer up to 50 megabits per second on their new LTE network with unlimited data. Their service has only become faster and better since I first signed on. Today and beyond, ExploreNet is investing in building and upgrading the network at a rapid pace. ExploreNet is rural, and that is their route, and that is their focus. For more information about rural internet options in your area, go to ExploreNet.com or call 1-866-285-2254. Now, 
1853. Over the early years, the population of Cochrane would grow slowly. In 1903, Cochrane was turned into a village, and D. White was made the first overseer. By 1911, the population was 395 people. Three years later, it reached a population of 500, but with the First World War, a scarcity of manpower caused the brick plants to close in the community, which then caused the stone quarries to close. In 1904, the Cochrane Hotel was built in the new community and was one of those beautiful hotels found outside of the urban centres of Alberta. Over the years, the hotel would go through different names, but in 1989 it became the Rocky View Hotel, the name that it has to this day. Today, the hotel is a landmark of the community and considered to be a cornerstone of the historic downtown of Cochrane. It is a 185-person bar with a stage and dance floor, as well as a dining room and 50-seat outdoor patio. On September 7, 1912, Cochrane received a very important visitor when the Governor-General of Canada, the Duke of Connaught, came to the community. He would inspect the ranches and the various efforts by livestock producers in the area. He would spend several days in the area under a canvas tent on the open prairie at the Northwest Mounted Police Camp. He was also joined by Princess Patricia and other ladies. He would also visit the hospital and address the residents of the community. On November 15, 1927, the Alberta Hotel, which had stood since 1886, was engulfed in flames and completely destroyed. The fire had broken out in the back room and before long it spread throughout the building. By 9.30am, the building was completely destroyed despite the efforts of residents to save it. Two chemical wagons were used by the firefighters to try to save the building, while residents operated a bucket brigade in the freezing cold winter temperatures. The Calgary Brigade was unable to come out as they were fighting a grain elevator fire in the city. The loss of the hotel was especially hard for the community as was one of the first famous landmarks in the entire area. One year later, Cochrane was hit by another fire that was visible from Calgary as the flames lit up the sky. On September 22, 1928, a fire broke out in the Fisher Building. Residents quickly responded with two 60-gallon chemical extinguishers and hand pumps. Unfortunately, there was a brisk wind blowing and residents were worried that the rest of the community would be in a real danger of burning down. Calgary would send out firefighters to help, which likely prevented the fire from spreading further with the help of residents. The Calgary Herald would report, quote, To the plucky townspeople of Cochrane, whose battle against the fire demon prevented a great loss from being greater, the utmost commendation is due, end quote. In all, the fire costs $40,000 in damages, or $1 million today. On March 23, 1960, a child named George Fox was born in Cochrane. Beginning his career in the 1980s, his first single, Angelina, would reach number 8 on the Canadian country music charts. He would have subsequent hits with Goldmine, No Trespassing, I Give You My Word, and What's Holding Me. All were top 10 singles for Fox, with What's Holding Me hitting number 1. Of his nine albums released in his career, four have been certified as gold records. In his career, he has received several Canadian Country Music Awards, including the Male Vocalist of the Year three times. He has also won the Country Male Vocalist of the Year three times at the Juno Awards. In 1995, Cochrane named George Fox Trail in honour of him. If you would like to learn more about the history of Cochrane, you can visit the Cochrane Historical Museum. This museum, which is located at the aforementioned historic Cochrane Ranch, is housed in the building that was built in 1909 by the Davies family. The building was constructed using bricks from the Collins Brickyard and would also serve as a hospital and nursing home before it was moved to its current site in 1914. Within the museum, you will find artifacts from the history of Cochrane, as well as several exhibits that highlight the indigenous and ranching history of Cochrane. 
I hope you enjoyed that short episode and look at Cochrane, Alberta. If you did, please leave a rating and review. If you like, you can email me at craig at canadaehx.com. You can find me on Twitter. My handle is Craig Baird, C-R-A-I-G-B-A-I-R-D, and I'm on Instagram at Bairdo37. As well, again, if you want to support the podcast, you can for as little as $3 a month. Just go to patreon.com slash CanadaEHX. And you can donate to the podcast by going to CanadaEHX.com and clicking donate. I'd also like to thank all of my wonderful patrons, and I apologize if I get any names incorrect. Michael Matthews, Joanna Parker, Jeff Dahl, Vobs, Robert Page, Richard D., Colin Johnson, Jeff Hershey, Kyle Murray, Steve Pakin, Matthew Gartho, Lionel Romaine, Dr. Bob Turner, an anonymous patron that I truly do appreciate, Randy Hayden, Doug Campbell, Reg W., Deborah Carlson, Francis Helbling, Nick Zinri, Shannon Marshall, Clinton Martinez, Dimitri Shove, Aaron O'Hara Myers, Robert Dunseith, Todd Casey, Catherine Rawa, Luke S., J.P. Bear, Jason Hall, Phil Maynard, and Iris Gray. Thanks, and we'll see you again next time.